0: It is so easy to trip. And it's not always easy to get back up. I understand feeling stressed and anxious and depressed. And just because I have a diagnosis of these things, that doesn't make our human experience any different one from the other. We have different experiences and unique, just unique stories. But at the core of all of them is a need, a need to serve, a need to love, and to be loved. That's what happens in a relationship with Christ. And he has already forgiven us for all we have done, are doing, or will do and I'm being convicted now as I say this to you, that we are not meant to abuse the grace that God so freely gives. How dare we, who've been brought out of our lowest by Christ, through scripture, through encouragement, through prayer and support from other believers, that's what I'm experiencing today. After being freed from so many horrible habits Nothing that the world would call bad, but overeating, oversleeping, seeking entertainment instead of God's righteousness. I am convicted that I've already fallen so many times before and God worked miracles to get me back up and have my eyes fixed on Christ again. There was a time when I went to a school. Two different colleges. Two different universities. Three. (laughs) Three. Not two. And in each of them, I made connections with people. I enjoyed orientation. I enjoyed the classes I was taking. But in each school that I left, I had left behind what God was doing in my life. I started out evangelizing to non-believing friends, to having Bible studies with the girls in the dorm I lived in. I left fellowship. I isolated myself and I felt hurt and broken and alone because I chose not to reach out. There was a time where I had an anxiety attack at a very nice, simple Christian college and instead of noticing what was going on with me, I tried to numb it. I tried to write poetry, but it just kept ending up dark. I read a book, but it just brought me into a false reality. I watched TV but my mind was being manipulated by the lies that it was projecting. It breaks my heart to think that I could ever end up back there, but I know I can't because through that temptation, God was testing me as gold in the fire and it was through the encouragement, prayers, and scripture sharing from believing friends and family that I was able to step back up. It took time. I was so depressed after that experience of leaving that school that I enjoyed because I was choosing to stay in darkness and pain and fear and cutting out God from my life, my quiet time. I love singing, but for a few months after I left that school, I stopped. I was silent. Which to me is unnerving. I don't want to focus too much on the past because it's not helpful to dwell there. But I will admit that when we stop using the gifts God offers us and they atrophy, it's not just a disservice to ourselves not just that we stop enjoying something that we get to do that's helpful to make us feel better, but because the Church of Christ needs it. When God designed me to sing, He designed me to sing praise. When God designed you to study well so that you could tutor others, it was to bring Him praise. When God gives you an athletic ability And you reflect christ in your life as others look at your skill and admire your dedication your focus and your work that is a gift from god to inspire other people to serve him to look to him to see your lifestyle and want that but we also can't remain silent to live is christ and to die is gain when we are alive we are meant to have the mind of christ We are in this physical world, filled with so many distractions. But Jesus came in to this world, in what was yes a simpler time. But there were still distractions. One thing that will be a common theme in the rest of my life, in the rest of my research, and my concern and my focus, is that in Bible times they had demons possessed people they had people who maybe weren't possessed but were not serving God they were serving their own selfish motives and egos and no they didn't have television but there were still false prophets there were still storytellers we can't just romanticize a former time and think oh it was so much easier to follow Jesus in that day all you had to do was follow him by foot Now, when Jesus told his disciples that they were going to deny him, they said, no, of course we wouldn't. That would never happen. And Jesus said to Peter, Satan has asked that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. Jesus prayed for Peter. He didn't just tell Peter, go pray. He did it himself. He saw a need and he filled it. And that is part of the lifestyle God's called us to. To pray for each other. To take time away from our own personal entertainment or fears or questions or petitions of God We're not just meant to pray for ourselves to be better Christians. We're meant to pray to God in gratitude for the people he's brought into our lives. To thank him for the life that he breathed into others as well. It's so easy to get caught living in a way that looks good, but with the wrong heart. There are so many things I would like to cover in one podcast, but what I will do for now is just remember that the Word of God is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It can cut through bone and marrow. Allow the Word of God to go deep, to pierce your heart, to flood it with light, to dig out and scrape out the gunk of disgust, of fear, of shame, of feeling unworthy, feeling unloved, feeling dirty and cheap and let down. To welcome in the gentleman that's been knocking on our door all this time. And he only stepped foot into our hearts when we allowed him to. He stood outside of our hearts, leading us to the Father, leading us to the feet of the cross, teaching Mary and Martha the same message, dwell and rest at my feet. He did not say these words, but it was the lesson both of these women were learning because Mary chose to do that right thing. Martha chose to focus on the busyness of the day. So it's really easy, yeah, to wake up and think, oh, okay, I did my Devo time. I read the Bible. I memorized some scripture. I prayed about it. And yeah, all right, ready to go. Let's type. Let's ride. Let's run. Let's chat with people. Let's whatever it is. Instead of checking in with God throughout the day, asking Him, To help us reorient our thoughts. Even when we're not consciously praying to him actual words. Asking him for help to just be in the mindset of serving God in all things. I might have spoken a little bit all over the place this time around. But I hope that any words that are of God would remain in your mind. And that everything else would just be forgotten. So please, let's listen to what God's word says. Personally, intimately, one-on-one, dwelling in the presence of God. Because that's the only way that darkness is ever going to leave, is when we chase it out with light. God hears our cry, and he is ready and quick to save his children cry out to him. Please. We